Ready Check Radio. Stand by as we get ready to serve up all your news this week in the world of gaming. Welcome to Gaming Gumbo. What's up, Internet? Welcome to Gaming Gumbo, your weekly gaming wrap-up show from Ready Check Radio. It's Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means it's showtime. I'm Mike Byrne, your host. If you're listening on Spotify, head on over to readycheckradio.com, R-A-I-D-E-O.com, and make sure you follow all the socials in the upper right-hand corner. Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, all of it. Tell your friends. Link it. Subscribe, follow, notify, all that stuff. And join us live, chat, hanging out here, giving us uh, their opinions on all the topics as we go through them. Yes, we'll talk a little bit about cyberpunk. And that is Jason Winter's favorite category. How are you, Mr. Winter? You know, I'm actually a little disappointed in you, Mike. Why? Because there's no top 10 guessing game this week. Well, there is a little bit of a guessing game, but there is no top 10 guessing game. Um, and it, it's not really a guessing game. Like you guys know the list, but I, I don't know how everybody feels about every single title on it. So that's the easy kind of guessing. Yeah, that's game. The easy- I already know the answers. <laughs> that's the easy kind, absolutely. <laughs> also on the line, resident artist, Ready Check Radio, Yod. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. Yeah, I was wondering about the guessing game too, because there was nothing that said do not click on this link. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll have to get one for you next week. Get one for everybody all right, next all right. week. We did a mini one. <laughs> we ended up doing a mini one on yeah. the free to play cast uh, yesterday. So uh, check out mmobomb.com for the uh, the free to play cast. We did a mini guessing game because Game Informer did a top ten of game assassins, and Agent Forty Seven was not on the list. So. Ooh, yeah, wow, a little weird. Really? A little weird. Go watch the show. Uh, we had a lot of fun with that one. All right, gentlemen. I just got to say, uh, holy crap, man! Holy, crap. <laughs> this is nuts. This yeah. is nuts. A little update before we really get started here, though. I got to tell you, gentlemen. I don't know if you know this. I was keeping track of it. We had talked about the Super Mario Brothers sealed cartridge register or uh, rated nine point six and sealed with the cardboard hang tab being sold on heritage auctions and the current bid when we talked about it with like five or six days left was a little over three hundred thousand dollars that auction did close would you care to guess how much it sold for jason five hundred thousand five hundred thousand what do you got yod I'm going to go 400,000. 400,000. Jason, you win prices right, closest without going over. Uh, it sold for $660,000. Yeah, if you'd been smart, you would have said 500,000 and won. Yeah, he definitely I, yeah, should, yeah, have, yeah, he yeah, should have yeah. and won you right there. <laughs> 500,000 was a nice I, round number. He <laughs> should have definitely and won. I, I didn't think it would actually go up that much is the thing no it wow. did. yeah it wow. basically doubled from the time we covered i i i think Jeez. it was us i think we brought oh, yeah. so much attention to it we caused hey. the bidding war it's all it's all a mystics bot because he's the one who's always getting the subscription right the chat. he's made of money just just flipped it out yeah, there sticks now owns it uh but that wasn't what i was holy crapping about i just wanted to give everybody an update on that one and see we found a way to get a guessing game in 
Um, <laughs> apparently, this week, Tencent uh, has been helping out the Chinese authorities. Uh, why? Because they were helping bust the world's biggest video game cheat operation. From the BBC, a collaborative effort between Chinese police and gaming giant Tencent has led to the closure of what police say is the biggest ever video game cheat operation. The gang designed and sold cheats to popular mobile game or popular video games, including Overwatch and Call of Duty Mobile. Roughly $76 million in revenue was made by the organization, which charged a subscription fee, and police seized. 46 million in assets, including Jason, including some luxury cars, some sweet ass luxury cars. Now, we're not talking just like GTA cars, but actual real ones. There's a photo in the article of this fleet of expensive looking sports cars. I'm just like, damn, man, we're in the wrong business. That is crazy. It's a, it's a it's a one percent of a Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, more and more people are coming around to Jason and my way of thinking and just referring to everything as a number of Bethesdas. What was it? Roblox. I do like Roblox that. is worth like a little over six Bethesdas. <laughs> um, in a nineteen or a twenty nineteen survey, by the way. Revealed around a third of gamers admits to using cheats to improve their chances online. Uh, the article then states that some high-profile gamers have quit platforms over rise of cheating. All right, so let me ask the first question. Have any of you for any game ever bought some type of cheating software? I'll admit no. that I may have, yeah. like, tried to use creative game mechanics, but I've never sure. bought something right. to... Right. Like, like, I might have been cheating, like, going through walls that I knew you could clip through and things like that, but uh, not buying software that altered things or aim bots or stuff like that right in destiny one our group did use the crota cheat where the fire team leader would yank the uh his ethernet cord the moment that his knee hit the ground and it leaves him there without a shield for the rest of the match <laughs> we did do that but we so that's never, an that's, that's never, an exploit of a bug right right, 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 right. I've, I've never bought anything all right so not that falls in line with like mine what about you jason never buy like an aim bot i mean not not today you know we'll talk about like when you were a teenager like <laughs> aim bots on atari <laughs> i was about to say yeah, when i was a wow. teenager, I couldn't, I couldn't aim bot super mario <laughs> I don't think you have. I don't think you have. I'm just no, asking it because not. we're three of us, and apparently, you know, the odds say one out of the three of us, according to the 2019 survey. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm actually, I noticed that there. I'm just watching that video now. I'm gonna, it's a video article. I'll see if I can find out what they say. Like, that, I think one out of three is a little much. Yeah. I think yeah, so, I mean, too. I, like, well, you say that, like, but then they made $76 million last year. <laughs> well, you make it up in volume. <laughs> yeah. It's China. You got a lot of people, even if it's only one percent of right. Yeah. And they do have better internet than us. Did you see what they were charging to? The for the sub price? Yeah. Ten dollars a, a day. Yeah. Yeah. Up to two hundred dollars a month. I don't care about being good enough in a game that badly. I don't right? care about being good enough in Rocket League that badly. <laughs> and you know I care about improving in Rocket League. That is nuts. 
You have Mad Martha. Mad Martha acknowledging bought gold in some games. That, I think that's that's a different category. That's a yeah, different gold. Yeah, that that's yeah. Bu- buying in-game cash is one thing, and, and a, a cheat is a different thing completely. Yeah. Uh, Although the first is still shitty. The police I'll destroyed seventeen cheats and arrested ten people. So ten people going to jail, and they've destroyed seventeen software. It, you gotta. It is a little concerning, though. Ten cent helping that does kind of freak me out a little uh, bit. It's China, really though. Not, yeah. Like cor- corporations and and the government, you're kind of forced to do certain things. Didn't, didn't yeah, Blizzard, I'm, I'm isn't sure Blizzard were... help off with something a while back? What's that, Jason? Didn't Blizzard help out busting some sort of cheating ring a while back? I or think Activision so. Or something like yeah, that? I yeah, think you're right. It's, it's it's in their muddied interest to do this, take care of this sort of thing. So oh, absolutely. Yeah. From a customer service yeah. standpoint, it is too. Right, but I'm sure I'm sure Tencent was convinced to uh, you know help out in yeah. one way or another. <laughs> it was money. They were, yeah, it was absolutely the money. It's absolutely China. It's not money. money. <laughs> Again, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh my, that is a lot of moolah. Yeah. A lot of moolah. Yeah, God, that is. I'm just delaying. I really don't want to talk about cyberpunk. We gotta fill our quota. Come on, do it. <laughs> Get it over. Just, just read the entire patch notes. That'll take up like half an hour. It's just, yeah. Did you guys like, see like the patch notes? Oh my, yeah. The one point two patch notes. So, so the one I linked to you, it's 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 cute on a couple of levels. <laughs> that first, first of all, it says, you know, V should now automatically unequip a charge grenade when entering safe areas. <laughs> Which, thank God, you know, walking into the bar with a live grenade. Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you shouldn't do that. But the part of it that really made me think about it, though, it says, it says, V should now automatically unequip. Should. Not V will or V, v is going should. to. Should. Yeah, it should. should. This should work. I mean, should. we think we fixed it, but maybe we didn't. I don't know. So It'll happen, you know, 50% of the time. It's fine. It's all fine. It's fine. Wow. I think should implies like a more than 50% of the time. Maybe it's like 70-30 or something. 70-30? Okay. I'll give them that. Your uh, file sizes. This was a huge patch, by the way. Huge. Huge. Tons. Like, there's there's no way you read the entire... Like, even press was probably like, fuck, I don't want to write this article. Like, (laughs) having to look at it is just just a list. Yeah, it was a huge infographic. I, I mean, I can't even adequately show it to you on screen. Uh, because it's just a huge Crazy. bar infographic. On PC, Cyberpunk 1.2 is 33.6 gigs. On PlayStation, uh, Cyberpunk 1.2 is 44. And on Xbox, Cyberpunk 1.2 is 40.3 gigabytes. Now, from the top of the article, from the top of the patch list, it took me 28 page down to get to the bottom. Oh, just on That's your crazy. browser? Yeah, just on yeah. my browser. Yeah. Uh, it is, it wow. is disgusting. Now... First off, the fact that you need a patch that big should just scream even more <laughs> that the game should not have launched when it did. Second, there are a ton oh, of no. things in here. Jason, you mentioned the one with the grenade. I will throw out my favorite one. V now sleeps on a bed like a normal human being. <laughs> you don't go like this? Yeah, you don't like <laughs> lay down with your knees on the floor and your torso, uh, the top part of your torso sideways on the bed. There are all kinds of other stuff in this too, but the reviews, what? not that great. In fact, I'm showing footage now, and that is not us lagging. That is that footage lagging. 
Because apparently that is a bug that still continues to be in the game where you summon every vehicle you own at the same time and they all spawn on the same location until they all destroy themselves. Here we see just absolutely tremendous physics crazy. in action. <laughs> absolutely tremendous that is physics so in crazy. action. Watch this. Grenade out, everybody gets out of their car. <laughs> Simultaneously. This bug's still oh here, God. right? Fire in the air, turn around, and they're gone. Like so all oh, of yeah, these right. these things, that. they're still there. It's uh, so it's still a still a mess. It the patch is huge, it fixes a ton of things. But this game just was not ready and still is not ready for prime time. Oh, wow. This this section is uh them showing off like the uh the cops, you know, are still just like spawning they spawn a little further from you, but they still just spawn out of anywhere. Uh, and, and various fun stuff. It's just an yeah. absolute shit show. And apparently their AI is still kind of screwy where they'll either murder you right off the bat, yeah. ignore you, or... Yep. Like, this footage, by the way, spawn. credit where due is uh, Kev DeWitt uh, on YouTube, just just so we, we put some credit on there. <sighs> wow. I don't, I don't know... It is such a huge patch. And everybody's yeah. saying the same thing, Jason. It was like IGN, Polygon, like all the big hitters were like, yeah, it's a big patch, but the game still feels pretty much the same. Pretty yeah. much the PC same. Because some it, of them are so right. micro fixes. Yeah. If you're waiting for Cyberpunk 27, 2077 to be fixed before playing it, keep waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I, the headlines aren't gentle either. No. <laughs> The headlines are just not gentle. Uh, that actually, you just read uh, a headline. Yeah, I read a headline. Yeah. That's what I did. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah. IGN Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.2 seemingly introduces a host of new bugs. Cyberpunk oh. hot hardware. Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.2 killed plenty of bugs, but it hatched even bigger and hilarious ones. Games Radar. Sure. Cyberpunk 2077 patch has some fun bugs of its own, including a never-ending sandstorm. <laughs> what? <laughs> it just keeps That's, going. That sounds good. Keeps going. In the midst of all of this, Jason, there was a uh, presentation made by the, C the team at CDPR uh, that they're going to be kind of getting away from the business model that they are have always historically been in or that we've perceived them to be in uh, and came up with this like new here's what we're going to do going forward to keep our revenues going and to capitalize on things and honestly the thing that made me the most concerned was it apparently requires that they work on two AAA titles at once and <laughs> I don't know if they can handle oh. one based on Cyberpunk. Oh my god. Oh. They can't. <laughs> they what, just can't. What is oh the low lowdown here on this whole their whole agile dev focus? Yeah, so they said they had their uh, investor you know, meeting or whatever and they said, you know, we want to do right by gamers, their CEO said. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? Yeah, Red 2.0 is parallel parallel AAA development. We want to improve the ways we make games and Red 2.0 is our starting point. That includes centralizing Red Engine to serve two franchises, Cyberpunk and The Witcher, scaling up the company's talent pool, and deploying a team of cross-project experts. So, well, the only thing that makes sense to me of that is scaling up the company's talent pool, which is hiring yeah, people. Yeah, do that. 
they, they have they have right. a lot of yeah they have a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm looking at their Twitter where they actually put them, put out a bunch of the, like little slides they showed. They're they're transform transitioning. They're transitioning from focus on AAA RPG to genre blending with AAA RPG core. Huh? What? I, I don't understand those buzzwords. Mad Martha saying, to be honest, I don't think anybody expected 1.2 to fix everything in one go. No, you're right. Nobody did. Nobody did. But it didn't fix really anything visible, you know, t tangible, yeah. like huge issues. They needed to address the AI with the police officers, and they addressed it, but it still doesn't function the way it should. Um, and it apparently broke more stuff. <laughs> here's, the thing, here's the thing i don't get about their new presentation like when you look at their visuals it's kind of honest that they're like look we're just gonna milk you for franchises you love it's like <laughs> we're gonna make a game we're yeah. gonna sell a bunch of copies step three is rip that ip into any other entertainment form we can be it TV show, novels, mobile games. It, however, we can rip it into <laughs> the other uh, realms of entertainment. Step four, profit. Like, <laughs> you mean they're going to make basically one AAA game and milk it for like a decade? Skyrim. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Who would do that? Who would do that? Hippo. Mm, pardon. Wow. Excuse me. <laughs> But they want to do that to two games at a time now. Yeah. Well, that's what you get. That's what's two games. In GTA. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, they did say though, Yad, that they are kind of rethinking not just their approach to multiplayer in Cyberpunk, and maybe that might not happen at this point. <laughs> but oh wow, their presentation uh, or their thoughts on multiplayer going forward, they kind of don't want to be known as the single-player RPG company, which I don't get. Like, why would you want to get away from what you are known for and what has proven to sell millions of copies? Let's set Cyberpunk aside as a bit of a, <laughs> you know, whatever right now. Well, it sold oh, millions of copies. It still sold millions of copies. It got hurt a lot by not being on the PlayStation Store, but it still sold millions of copies. Like, you have a proven formula... And now you're Do like, you know, know what? We want to dip our toes into the multi. We don't want to be known as that company anymore. They, they, they want to mess up more than one format at a time is what they're saying. <laughs> they, they obviously can't quite get the single player down, so they want to go screw around in the multiplayer so they can do two at one time and mess you up all the genres. Right, but then at the same time, Jason, they said, we're going to have to rethink multiplayer in Cyberpunk. And so, yeah, this is going to have to wait. At the same time, look, I am not begrudging them for making a smash hit game and then trying to spin it off into, I poke a little fun at it, right? But I'm not begrudging <laughs> them that. Go ahead and make your Witcher uh, Netflix show. By the way, it's fantastic. I'm, I'm, I it can watch it. I love it. I love it. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for season two. It just wrapped. I love it. You know, I've, I read the Witcher books. I know those are a little different those you didn't create those after the fact but uh yeah i'm not going to begrudge them any of that stuff right or, or getting into the mobile stuff fine make your money as long as the product's good i'll keep giving you the money i don't care spin it off as much as you want your comic as well right but if if uh, that is Dark proven Horse. then why worry about something that historically you haven't really done as a company and 
right now, I think you have a bit more trouble on your plate than than that discussion <laughs> needs to have, Jason. I just I don't get it. I just have to think this is what they think investors want to hear. You know, everything is online now, so that's what they want. And that's all I can all I can think of. Maybe. Yeah, they want to hear you're expanding, not your your um you're going yeah. back and fixing things that you've screwed up. Fixing things or doing the same thing or whatever. Right, right. Expanding, innovating. This is the forward. exact list of <laughs> what they believe them to be themselves to be now and what they want to go to. Focus on AAA RPGs now. Two, genre blending with AAA RPG cores. Single player now to single player and online, a.k.a. live service is is how I read that. Is, is how yeah. I read that. Uh, sequential IP development to parallel IP development. Waterfall development to agile delivery. Triple A game focused to triple A plus broad IP ecosystem, mobile and beyond gaming. Quality focused to team and quality focused, which I think is also an interesting one because working conditions came up as part of this discussion uh, when it comes to the way their employees are treated and crunch. And by the way, Jason, this whole path that you're leading on to, you have to expand your teams if you want to actually treat them like human beings along this path too. Well, then you have to manage better so you don't yep. have deadlines to <laughs> crush them. And it's I see they're saying all the nice things now. Like, oh, we'll be we'll be good about it. And we won't. We'll make sure our play our people are in you know in the shape they need to be. But they're not on a deadline right now. When they are, right. I I don't believe they're going to do anything different. Yeah, it, it's hard to break that cycle once mm-hmm. once upper management knows that you can push so hard they're going to try to push you harder and harder and harder. Yep. From Kama Sutra, this is the single-player RPG, folks. It, I, I need to read this because, guys, I think this, there's, like, so much sideways talk in this one that I... CD Projekt will continue to expand into other areas in measured ways, but the company is using this time to refocus its efforts. Single-player games will always be our core, Nawakowski says. Though the company will continue to expand the Witcher and Cyberpunk franchises with online experiences, expansions, TVs, mobile uh, movies, and merchandising across new media. Kaczynski stressed that CD Projekt's focus will continue to be single-player story-driven AAA RPGs. Which, okay, great, that's what you're known for. But, he said the company will be shifting its long-term strategy and approach to creating online experiences. He said the company needs to make sure it is able to implement online elements where it makes sense. We don't want to go overboard or lose our single-player DNA. We have decided to reconsider, talking about multiplayer uh, in CDPR, reconsider this now given our new, more systemic and agile approach. It's so sideways. It's like, no, 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 we want to be that single-player RPG company, but we're changing to be more online too in, in what we do going forward. But seriously, so we're still that single-player RPG company. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's a little all over the place. It's yeah, it's sideways, one. isn't it? It's it's like you know mm-hmm. talking off the side. See, of I mouth. want I, I want this column, but I want this column too. I I want all the options right now. I mean, right now you're not great at single-player. <laughs> Like I said, they want to screw up both Witcher, multiplayer and single-player at the same time. Love it. Love The Witcher. And Witcher 3 launched with its fair share of bugs, too. Nowhere near the condition Cyberpunk was in, but it launched with its fair share of bugs. We worked our way through them. Fine. We all got there. But 
it's Jason, I don't I think you're dead on. It's like all the type of stuff that you were investing in this company you want them to hear. Why yeah. aren't you guys making live services? Look mm -hmm. at how much money Warzone makes and Overwatch makes and that we need more live service games out of you guys. 50 million copies of a game is no longer enough, Jason. <laughs> yeah, wait until the uh, Fortnite, you know, Cyberpunk crossover. There you go. That'll be the big money. Oh, God. Oh, God. Don't say that. Oh, it'll happen, Fortnite too. Skins. Don't say it. Fortnite skins in Cyberpunk? Or the other way. Or both. Both. Go both ways. <laughs> both. Go there both you ways. go. We want to we want to maximize leveraging our paradigm our IPs to existing paradigms. Yeah, so <laughs> oh my god, those Oh that hurt. All those buzzwords hurt me. Uh, punk craft. Oh mad Martha. Don't say such things. <laughs> oh well. Check it out. Patch 1.2. I mean, a lot of stuff, to, we joke around, a lot of stuff did get fixed. Uh, a lot of it just does happen to be on the smaller side of things. You might not notice them. They might not be system impacting. The problem is a lot of the big stuff is still on the table and, and still not working or still not quite there, still wonky. And that's, you know, nobody expected all of it to get fixed, but some of it. I'm glad she sleeps on the bed. My my character V is a female, <laughs> so I'm glad V my V sleeps on the bed like a normal damn human being, but I I probably could have I, I would have liked the police to be fixed first. <laughs> Moving on. Oh. We're getting around that time of year, gentlemen. E3 coming up. But whoa, 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 whoa my friends. <laughs> As I'm sure that you are stunned to hear, there will be no physical E3. It'll be digital today, or digital this year. Uh, PAX just announced that it is doing digital too. They were holding out for a long time, <laughs> trying to, lot, to yeah. see if they could get a, a physical meeting, but that's not going to happen. Uh, also, a lot of cons were E3 changing its name. It's still E3. It's still E3. But instead of the... Um, uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo. It is now the Electronic Entertainment Experience. Ooh. Yes, E3 still exists, Mad Martha. <laughs> Funny you say that, though, because <laughs> I'm going to pose a question to the panel in a few minutes here. What what was, what initially happened that made this weird was Video Games Chronicle reported that E3 was going to be offering some type of pay pass. They didn't know how much. They speculated like $20 to $30. Um, and so that story went out. And that pay pass was going to get you things like access to game demos that were being displayed and stuff uh, via cloud gaming. Um, when Video Games Chronicles ran with that story... The ESA, the Entertainment Software Association behind E3, um, kind of came out very, very quickly and said, that's that's not it, that's not it, that's not it. Now, Video Games Chronicles had multiple sources telling them anonymously that that was what was pitched behind the scenes. And then when they advertised E3, they did acknowledge that there was going to be maybe the ability to play demos, but they didn't put a price on it. So they just conflated the two. ESA ran out. I think what actually happened here is probably got backtracked. You know, probably got walked back, Jason. 
From uh, Video Game Chronicles, multiple publishing sources told VGC this month that the event organizer had had pitched plans to charge a fee for some of 2021's planned content, such as on-demand game demos or a premium package with extra access. One source suggested that the premium package had been pitched to publishers at $35. Remember, the ESA represents all the big gaming companies. So they're pitching the E3 product to those companies to pay and come to the service. However, in a statement issued after the publication of our story, the ESA provided additional comment denying it would charge for E3 content. Quote, I can confirm on behalf of the ESA that there will be no elements at E3 2021 that will be behind a paid-for pass or paywall, a spokesperson told VGC. In an earlier statement sent to VGC ahead of publication, the ESA said it would deliver a free experience for everyone interested in E3 2021. But that statement didn't specifically rule out any paid-for features. So, first question for you gentlemen. Miscommunication, wires crossed, or pitched and backtracked? What do you think, Jason? I think pitched and backtracked. Why would they backtrack it? So if you pitch it to, let's say, Sony, which, you know, we'll talk about Sony in a minute, but if you pitch it to Sony as this, hey, we're going to also do this, uh, and it'll be $35, why do you then backtrack it? Because Sony's going to say, okay, we'll just do our own thing. We don't need you. Well, Sony, one of the companies that already does that. Well, yeah, yeah, sure. Well, (laughs) that's not going to get them on board. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, do you think the same thing? Pitched and backtracked? I agree with Jason. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with Jason. It's it's a pitch and backtrack. They pitched it, and I I, I think the companies go, well, sure, you get thirty five bucks a person, but what do we get out of it? You know, do we get a percentage of that, or right. is it all for you? Right. Well, and I mean, remember the, the companies say, well, actually you know, like they they pay to be there. <laughs> it's like right, right. So exactly. if E three is and selling it, a thirty five dollar pack to somebody, it's not like hey, Sony and Xbox are going to divvy up the revenue when they're all done. Sony and Microsoft and them, they paid for their booths and their presentation right. time and, and all that stuff anyway. It's a huge marketing. Well, it used to be a huge marketing thing, and I think that kind of segues to our next question. Is there really a valid relevance to E3 anymore? I mean, it used to be up there e3 the then you had the uh consumer electronics show and gamescom and the tokyo game show like those were your four biggies pax then came kind of onto the scene and became a biggie there too go ahead wasn't e3 classically a uh like for companies and, and yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no uh, no yeah reporters I, and stuff like that right, right, right. it wasn't for the general public Right, right, right. That was way back in the day. Yes, yeah. It used to be right, okay, uh, okay. press only, press and exa- and, right, and right. Uh, field people only. Right. Uh, and then it had right. been. I, I wasn't up sure the couple. past couple. Okay, so the yeah, past the past has- the past couple have just been public. Oh yeah, for for years okay. now, it's been open to the public. Um, okay, so it's just another con at this point. Well, the, right. That was the whole thing. Right was. It was starting to lose steam. So let's open it up to the public instead of just being industry professionals. Obviously, that hasn't turned out to to work. EA, Sony, Activision, they all haven't been there in the last few years, right? And that was before 2020's cancellation with COVID. 
Right. EA and Ubisoft, they ran their own digital events. You know, Sony does their thing. Nintendo didn't do a Nintendo Direct at the last E3, but they did a mini presentation, right? Right. They, they still ran yeah. their own Direct. Right. Like, what is the relevance of E3 at this point anymore, Jason? Particularly if it's just going to be a digital experience. These companies can do that any day of the week they want for yeah. no cost. Yeah, especially as a digital experience, it's it's pretty much useless. Because why? Like you said, you can just show trailers or whatever, or have an AMA, or do your own thing. You don't need to do. Especially, I think it's even worse actually for them because they have to put their trailer out or whatever presentation they're going to do in the same week when fifty other companies are going to be doing the same thing. At least if you do it, you know, mid July or something, you kind of got that space to yourself. You're the only ones being getting the attention. Whereas you just get kind of lost in the shuffle if you're one of. 50 or 100 different companies doing it. So I, I can understand not wanting to pay E3 for it, pay the ESA for yeah, it. Yeah, why go and pay for the right to have your message slammed up against your competitor's message, Yod, at this point? Yeah, there no, used totally to be, you that. used to do that because that was where all the stories were going to start, right? Mm -hmm. The press right. was going to start writing all the stories. And if you didn't want the story to be, where the hell Sony? I guess they're not doing anything. So Microsoft and Nintendo get all the headlines. Then you paid and you got your ass there. In this I, I increasingly see... digital environment. Right. That that That's the issue, is, is it's a digital environment. I can see once things start going back to a physical, you know, you're renting convention center, you got the big booth going, you know, people get the hands-on experience and all that stuff when they come by. Then maybe show up again yeah but in an all digital experience when there's all the ability to do it yourself i i don't see why this is you know that big of a deal here's the the other in side this of this too that the multiple publishing sources told vgc that they expected to provide some content for the digital e3 event as a show of support for the esa but that they would ultimately reserve their main reveals for separate independent digital events like those held last year. So even if Sony sent stuff, we're not we're not expecting Sony, you know, they didn't give the publishers by name, but we're not expecting Sony to dish out their big hits at, at E3. So then who cares? They say the ESA, right. which is funded by and serves the interests of gaming publishers, would likely argue that a unified digital games event would grab the world's attention more effectively than a series of smaller shows. To which I say, Jason, if that's true, how come it hasn't in the last five, six, seven years? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Concise <laughs> and straight to the point. Totally. To it, it's uh, in like you guys said before with PAX and all the other ones. Um, it's um, it's become a lot like uh, your your average Japanese animation convention. Unfortunately, which there is you know, there were a lot of them were a dime a dozen during you know during the before time before the whole pandemic. <laughs> in the before <laughs> times. Yeah, in the before Not time. Right. It, they were a dime a dozen, you know. So why why choose one over another? What's yeah. what's the big difference? You not know? not even big shows, but we're just seeing you know Nintendo Direct doing their Ex thing. We're seeing exactly. that Square thing from a couple of weeks ago. I think Sony had one, a PlayStation thing. So it's like yeah. those are happening. I mean, you you have Again, the Nintendo you have Direct, you have the Sony State of Plays, you have the Square Enix Presents. I mean, they just did one a few weeks ago. They're going to do another one in the yeah. summer. 
you you have uh, BlizzCon, uh, so they they do their own damn thing, uh, and right? Do it. They did it all digitally this year too. I mean, there's right now. I can maybe see it for the smaller publishers, the guys who aren't going to command a huge audience on their own, getting glommed together into a big group. But without the big guys there, I just and, and I, I if I'm one of the big guys, I don't see why I need to be there. Yeah, honestly though, I right. don't see why I need to be there as a little guy either. It's not cheap to be there. Sure, that's that's the part of the issue. Yeah, yeah. If it was free, yeah, that'd be one thing. Or very cheap, but yeah. And well, you know, what, we can what, hire social media people. <laughs> right. Well, once again, if if it was a in a uh, in person event where you know you have yeah. your stuff sitting out and people can come in and interact with you on a personal level, I can see it still being important. But once again, you have packs and you have all the other ones still going on. Um, in a is, digital world, it's not the same. Yeah, and this is only going to get worse. You know, now now that we're you know hopefully God willing, right, approaching right. post COVID, let's say right um, in the aftertime. Right in the aftertime, <laughs> this is just going to get exacerbated because cloud gaming, like it or not, you know, you may not do a lot of it now. You're gonna do a lot more of it in the future. Right, it's coming. like you're just not going to have options on certain things. And then that totally negates the reason to even be together in public. Now, please don't get me wrong. Nothing can replace an in-person live con experience. Oh, no. no Go I'm, to I'm a waiting. con when they are open for your favorite thing. Go often, and it is a blast. You will have so when much it's fun. Catch when diseases it's that aren't COVID. <laughs> Go when it's safe. <laughs> when yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Safe. I said when they're open. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, like yeah. if well, no, E3 no. is well, still a thing two, three years from now, and it's safe to go. I would still go to E3. Like it's relevant for me. I wouldn't, but it's right. relevant as a fun experience. Not, I don't expect the biggest announcements out of the E3 anymore. There was a time when in in college, Jason, where it was like, shit, let's get ready because we don't know what uh, what is being announced. We don't know what they're going to be talking about, but we know all the biggest game announcements of the year are going to come out of E3. Now, we not only do we not expect the biggest from there, nine times out of ten, we already know the announcements ahead of time before the show even starts anyway. Hmm. Is, yeah, there, is, there, is there a world that still that E3 still serves a, a bigger purpose in the gaming community, or is it now relegated to, you know, a fun con? Just another show, yeah. Even, yeah. even post-COVID, I think mean, that's what it's going to be. I agree. Yeah, it's just another con at this point because there's nothing special about it. I mean, it, it, back in the day, it was you know, once like you guys, like you said, that was where the news story started. Yeah, that's yeah. where the big announcements were made. I, I remember a friend telling me about Consumer uh, Electronic Electronic Show was the same thing. Right. All right. stories started there, you know. Right, but this was focused on video games. Yep. And I, I remember a friend telling me a story about her helping to build this giant. Uh, ball-shaped object with a giant yellow rodent in it that she had no idea what the frick it was at the time. And obviously, you know, we all know it's Pokemon now, but that was back in the day. You know, you didn't know what was showing up. But now, you know. And I think they have to switch gears. They're going to have to. Things are just not going to be the mm -hmm. same. Like, even after yeah. pandemic is over, think about the way right. you work. Work from home is totally different now. Mm-hmm. For, for a lot of you. Right. I've worked oh, from home for 10 years, right? For 10, for actually like 15 years at two different jobs, 10 years at the current job. But it, it's uh, my day job, not the MMO bomb stuff. The uh, 
the world has just changed and it's not going back. You know, if you can function with your employees at home and you've realized that now, even though you didn't want to ahead of time, you're not paying for office space anymore. You're just not going to as a business. The world right. is not going back to what it was. Hopefully it'll get a little more normal, <laughs> but yeah. it's not yeah. going back to what it was. And these shows, particularly, I think, E3, they're going to have to evolve. I think E3 needs to change into something else. It's still trying to bank on being the place for the big announcements each year, and it hasn't quite been willing to admit that to themselves that it hasn't been that for a while, and it's not likely to be that anymore. They need to I mean, sell a different experience, I think. I, I even remember back when... um. Uh, we're doing Game Breaker, and like, I, I I was helping out the graphics. So like every hour or so, I'd be sitting there with Q, and uh, we'd get photographs in from E3, and I'd have to quickly put up you know a little logo <laughs> and little things all over the place for it, so we can put up images and stuff like that. But now we can just stream that stuff. Mm -hmm. So you know, things have changed. The show has to change, too. Speaking of relevance, Jason, where do you stand on the whole game pre uh, preservation thing? I've been seeing a lot of discussion <laughs> lately on, on like, historical. And, and, you know, E3 is part of our gaming past. If it doesn't continue to be part of the future, I would like to see, like, the memory of how things used to be done preserved. I like that. For me, I, like, I collect a lot of the physical stuff. I buy physical as much as I can. In, it's increasingly becoming more and more digital only, digital only. And, and this is kind of coming up in the last week or two on a broader scale. It's always a, a subject that a lot of people talk about. Some of the, our friends in, in Ready Check Radio are very active in, in video game preservation. But more so lately with Sony shutting down their Vita, their PSP, and their PS3 digital stores um, this past week, past two weeks, whatever it was. How do you where where do you fall on this? Like, do you care at all if if there's no more copies of ET Atari out there, or if there's some digital <laughs> games that you know, hey, they took the servers down, you can't play them anymore? Uh, where do you stand on this whole thing? Where are your thoughts? Like, I've never experienced that before. Right, City of Heroes. Yeah, you know, right. <laughs> but, but but when yeah. it comes to like when it comes to like an actual like physical disc. I've always been a proponent of backwards compatibility because maybe that's because I'm stupid and I see, hey, a PS5 uses a disc. Why can't my PS4, my PS3, my PS2 disc fit in there as well? Why, why can't they? You know, <laughs> Figure it out, Sony, or whatever. I'm sure it's more complicated than that, but it's probably it's less complicated, like you said, pick, putting the Atari cartridge in there. So, like, I feel like that should be a thing, but I also get that eventually it's going to be such a backlog of stuff, especially when it comes to talk, to a digi talk about a digital store. You know, yeah, we're on the PS5 now. It happens we're up to the PS13 or something. You have to have every one of the 10,000 or 20,000 games available in some storefront that I guess Steam is kind of like. But you know, see, here's the thing, though. People are getting sick of buying the same thing multiple times. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, bought yeah, that yeah. game on the NES, you know, <laughs> 30 years ago. I bought it on my game or my uh, Nintendo DS digitally. Then I probably got it on the Wii. Then I got it on the Switch. You know what? I'm done giving them four dollars at a time for this stupid thing, <laughs> just so <laughs> Only I can four? keep playing. No, it. no, no. We're yeah. charging no, yeah. And then, right. right, we had Nintendo do. They took Super Mario 3D All Stars off the store. That's it. Gone. Which is one the dumbest thing they've ever done. I mean, this is so dumb. I did not, as much as I wanted this, I did not buy this because I could not support this decision. 
to limit the availability of a digital game. Yeah. That was, I couldn't support it. I wanted it. That's dumb. I wanted it, but I did not buy it. I did not buy it. See, both, you have Sony and you have uh, Nintendo. Yeah, no, yeah, you're absolutely right, Mad, Mar- Mad Martha. Like, storage obviously increases as we move units too, but by the same token, the file size of the current gen uh, software also is increasing exponentially as we go along. So it's not like we're just getting a bunch of free extra storage because now we have four terabyte SSDs being relatively cheap. I wish it worked that way, but it typically doesn't. We end up getting, hey, here's Call of Duty at 280 gigs. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, funny thing is I'm looking at the article about uh, Super Mario 3D going off. It says, if you're looking for assault, and then Nintendo's comments have been restrained to say, and this was a limited time celebration of Mario's 35th anniversary. And all I could think of is my damn St. Patrick's Day golfing outfit. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, winning wow. putt? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, Xbox! Or because everybody, because everybody made their character naked, more like winning butt. <laughs> of course. <laughs> to be fair, Yod, Microsoft and, and Xbox doing a little more on this than some of the other ones, uh, you know, with Sony and Nintendo right. by comparison. With particularly with the Xbox Game Pass, right? I mean, that's got mm-hmm. like all the right. 360 stuff on it. Some of the original Xbox stuff. They're going <sighs> to Xbox Cloud Gaming. That's you know in beta or going to be in beta. But you can right. so that you could play them on your freaking Android device as long as you have the Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And so Microsoft really kind of walking the walk here. You gotta like how they took the Twitter <sighs> to talk the talk too. Uh, they yeah, reiterated but- their commitment to video game preservation in a post on Twitter replying to someone that asked a question saying as time goes on it becomes more important than ever that we are that we ensure gaming icons and classics are preserved for new and old players alike we hope that Nintendo and Sony take notice and i mean th- this this is preservation of video games at this level is sort of neat right cuz you know back in the old days with the regular Nintendo and a Super Nintendo and all that it it was kind of like you left your childhood behind and you moved on yep but in this day and age everybody plays video games no we all stay children yeah yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> we all stay children we all play video games it doesn't matter we, and we want to play the games we remember but we don't want to pay another 30 freaking bucks for the same game <laughs> Over and over again. Like Game Informer, said. actually, the issue we were talking about at MMO Bomb had an article about arcade game preservation uh, and like yep. a, the video game museum and some of the stuff that they do. I think that stuff's fantastic too. Just absolutely incredible. Uh, Yod, I know. I put some things. So this is a section <laughs> of the show I like to call because Yod wanted to talk about it. <laughs> sure. We, That's we what this section, section is called. <laughs> So I, I don't even know like what is this first? What are we what are we gonna be looking at here? This is just uh, hey, I like this, let's talk about it. What is this? Right. This is a little Castlevania Dark Souls had a baby type video side scroller game that a that's, friend of that's mine showed me. No, it's right. Up. Yeah, it's up. It's it, it, it's just a fun little side scroller type deal. I thought you might like it since you like the Castlevania stuff. I do. I love Castlevania. Blood Bloodstained so, is fantastic. Right. So I, that that's kind of why I linked that one because you know I thought 
thought you might like to check that one out. So what is it? it what is like this called? The Last funny. Faith. I didn't even know yeah. about this until you I linked it. I didn't either until my, my buddy who who also really likes Castlevania and Dark Souls and all that stuff and he was like, check this out and it's like, hey, cool, it's a fun little side scroller. It looks like classic Castlevania. I don't. I'm not even sure what it's on, but it looks fun. Um, so <laughs> well, I'm seeing all the logos here. Yeah, I got Sony, so, Nintendo, uh, Xbox, yep. and Steam. All of them are here. Right. So you know, I I kind of want want to see how how fast it loads on that uh, Xbox Series X of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Too fast for you to read the. Uh, yeah, you can't even read the. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, it looks great. I love Metroidvanias. Yeah. I love Castlevania. I love vampires. Right. I thought Bloodstain was a tremendous tribute to uh, to the Symphony of the Night era. The eight bit exactly. version, uh, the first and the second, they were very good too. Uh, I I was like, what does he want to talk about now? Oh, oh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh. So yeah, I just so had I my thought, mind what Jason yeah. wants to talk about section next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> next week. All right, all right. We'll do that next week. Yeah, we'll do it. Cool. Give me, give cool. me two cool, things man. that we'll just call it. Jason, what does Jason want to talk about? When does this come out? Like right now, it says the backers demo I'm is not, out. Yeah, now. I'm not sure. I, so, I think when it says it's 2021 is all it says. <laughs> yeah, it just says 2021. Yeah. Yeah, like Dark said, Gothic my, my Metroid video to our little Discord, and I was like, "Hey, this looks cool. I think Mike would like this." It looks so, gory like, as shit, yeah. too, Jason. Have you yeah. like watched this where the dude just like bludgeons something <laughs> with an axe? <laughs> yeah. Jason, are you into like Metroidvanias? No. No, why not? <laughs> because I played Metroid and I played Castlevania. It was 35 years ago and I moved on. <laughs> you don't think oh Bloodstained's a good game? This is, and, and I'm sure it's a good game. I'm sure it's a fun game if you like it, if you're into it. <laughs> if you're an edgelord who wants to kill things. And be a, Dude, be anything I say, guy. anytime I ever say anything about liking vampires, he calls me an edgelord. Yeah, I've <laughs> noticed that. Anytime yeah, I say, pretty I'm much. like, oh, I like or vampires. Dark, yeah, you damn dark edgelord. Elves. Ooh, dark elves. They're so tortured. Oh. <laughs> Driss, he's so wonderful. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> all right so mean. so yeah that, that's that, that that's why that's why i popped that one up into our chat there but, but I does this no i don't like the dark sparkly kind chat get the hell out of here i'm talking <laughs> about real vampires real vampires not sparkle yeah they, these guys don't sparkle what is this other thing i'm just gonna my... let this b-roll footage roll by the way because i think it looks pretty sweet so what what is this okay. other yeah because so the, yod the wanted to thing is the other thing is uh they're talking about the um um well, it was from Anime News Network, so that we cite where we're talking from. Um, they, they did an article on how the they're doing a Resident Evil movie reboot. So, you know, those... Yeah, yeah, that's been in the works for a while. Jo, jo, yeah, those Jovovich movies yep. are getting a refresh without her, and then it sounds like they're actually tying it into the games. Yeah. As opposed to loosely having zombies and people named the same thing as the game, you know? <laughs> Yeah, so synopsis, so, in the once booming home of the pharmaceutical giant Umbrella Corporation, Raccoon City is now a dying Midwestern town. The company's exodus left the city a wasteland, with great evil brewing below the surface. 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 When that evil is unleashed, <laughs> the townspeople are forever changed, and a small group of survivors must work together to uncover the truth behind Umbrella and make it through the night. So very Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2 storyline oh, yes. sounding. Oh yes, so it it sounds brilliant. It sounds interesting. It sounds closer to what you know the original games were. 
I'll watch it. Like, yeah. No, not beneath oh, yeah. the cervix. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> beneath the cervix. See, this is why you yeah. need to come and hang out live in chat sometimes. <laughs> well, apparently or, or why you don't need to hang out in chat. <laughs> yeah, either way. Wanna, yeah. But I, I believe that the movie's been delayed a little bit, so you know there was a news article about it, and I, uh, I believe the article also states that there's a, a TV series that's also going to be tied into it. So it's being right? delayed from September 3rd was the original release date right. uh, for Resident Evil. Uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. That's the name. Right. First live action film reboot to November 24th. Now, Sony didn't right. actually give a reason. Right. But coincidentally, <laughs> Disney's Marvel Studios uh, announced last week that it was changing uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings film yep. to a release date of September 3rd. So mm. could be the reason that <laughs> Capcom and team Which were like, very good reason. let's get that out of September 3rd, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it, and we'll make it the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah, <laughs> Sure. I mean, I'm going to watch it. You know, I'm going to watch yeah. it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I mean, by that time, a lot of people should be vaccinated and maybe theaters would be a fun place to go for Thanksgiving. All right, before we uh, do games of the week, here are the top 10 games being released in April according to uh, Game Rant. And I want you to tell me if you care about any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Outriders April 1st. Hell yes, I care about it. It's having a rough time right now. If you want more (laughs) on that, go check out the Relic Grind on Thursdays. Have you two played Outriders yet? I know both of you were watching it, but... Demo only right demo now. Demo only, and Jason, demo yeah. only still. I've already I talked about this like six times already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mud Riders. Yeah. Uh, so definitely Brown a Riders. thumbs up for me so far, even though they're having server issues and stuff. Uh, what do they put at number two? Oddworld Soulstorm, April 6th. You guys like the Oddworld series? Don't care. No. I love it. Love it. Definitely one I'm... What, do, uh, is, what don't you love? Well, we're going to get to them. <laughs> we're going to get to them. Okay, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> Star Wars Republic Commando, April 6th. The 2005 game getting a, a new modern platforms take on April 6th. A- anybody care? Kind of interested. Really? I love Star Wars. I want to leave this one in the past. I'm fine with this. <laughs> I'm kind of interested what they're doing to it. <laughs> Not much, actually. Oh, I mean, besides no, updating it to <laughs> graphics and backward compatibility. Yeah, never mind. Shadow Man Remastered. Even is Shadow Man. I'm looking it up right now. I played. My dad and I played Shadow Man quite a bit. So if I bought this, it would be for nostalgic purposes. My dad and I did enjoy the original, but I don't really have a good reason to buy it besides nostalgia. If I did end up getting it, and yeah, you two don't even know what Shadow Man is, so nope. <laughs> MLB the Show Alex 21. Team. Jason, you got to uh, be on that one, I right? I haven't played a baseball game, baseball video game in years. You know, you know the one baseball video game I did. Yeah, play, yeah, but... yeah. Well, this one, yeah. by the way, uh, for the first time ever, will be on Xbox as well. This is published by Sony, right? So it'll be yeah. on PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. So that's kind of cool. Uh, near Replicate, but I'm not buying it. Uh, near Replicant. Yeah, I the first one. Anybody? Love the designs, not buying it. Oh, definitely buying it. Watch the Relic Grind for more on that. Total War Rome Remastered. Jason, you're definitely getting that because you get it at half price. <laughs> well, that, that's about the only reason I'm thinking about it because I'm sort of like, 
really know if I want to do with the old one. But I've been seeing some like screenshots and videos of it. And I'm sort of like, mm, I don't know, we'll see. Um, this is another one that I'm content to let live in the past. What about you, Yod? Yeah, yeah. Uh, new Pokemon Snap, April 30th. Nope, don't care. Yeah, uh, the wife really will buy it. So Yod will play it. You'll let us no, know how it is. No, I'll, I'll watch her play it. <laughs> uh, Returnal, also April 30th. This is the one that when I first saw the very first trailer they showed way back when, and it was like a 20-second trailer, I was like, that I, I'm intrigued. I would like to see more. Then they showed a more extensive trailer at the, I think it was the State of Play, and I was like, this looks boring as shit. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one with like, the astronaut lady? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what to make of that. I don't it's either. It's interesting. I I'd probably watch someone play it, but I don't. Think yeah, I'd that's, that's exactly. Just like, it's just like a good viewing. There you go. That's exactly what it is. Yep. I'm watch. not buying this until after I watch somebody play this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Terminator definitely. Terminator Resistance Enhanced, April 30th. For those that missed it, Terminator Resistance originally launched in 2019. First person shooter, generally unfavorable reviews. Uh, was not praised by critics, still managed to find an audience of players who liked it, and Resistance will get a chance to find an even larger audience as a remaster is coming to PlayStation 5 exclusive at the end of April. No. I mean, it's got 92% positive on Steam, so it wasn't that <laughs> poorly... That wasn't that poorly uh, taken. I remember watching actually watching a streamer play some of this and thought it looked actually kind of cool, but I'd rather play the original because if it's a shooter, I have to do it on a keyboard. So Right. I, I, I like the Terminator series, but I, I I get the feeling with the Terminator series on video games, much like when we talked about Aliens, they always get the shaft <laughs> coming in video games. So Makes eh. sense. Let's yeah. go to the games of the week. <laughs> I'll go first this week. For me, it's all about Outriders. It's fantastic. They're having server issues. Yes, I know. There's some bugs here and there with the like the HUD disappearing and multiplayer stuff if you're on PC and trying to play with consoles. The consoles aren't really having an issue playing with each other. The multiple PC platforms, whether it's Steam or Epic, they're they're having fine playing with it. But if you play across the, the yeah, it's just there's issues. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I absolutely love the game. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Hope you're checking it out too. That is my game of the week. Go ahead, Jason. Well, after taking several months off, I finally got back into Conqueror's Blade the past few weeks. So there you go. That's what's been sucking up a lot of my time. If you're not familiar, it's a free-to-play game from uh, well, the publisher is My Games, developers Booming Games. They're based out of China, and it's a medieval hack and slash doing battles thing game. So pretty good. Check it out if you're into that sort of thing. You're back to it. Very nice. I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. Solidly back. Okay, I'm gonna go with a legacy Xbox 360 game that I can't find anywhere else. Mm. It's a shooter called Wet. I've heard of it's, that. Yeah, you 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 play a uh, assassin chick, I think it was, uh, and you get sent to Hong Kong. You do a lot of shooting. The music's really good, and the action's nice. It's not revolutionary in gameplay, but it was a fun game. So. There it is. Um, did you say it's an Xbox game called WAP? Wet. Ah, ah, <laughs> Xbox ah. 360 Wet. Gotcha. 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 All right. Yeah. Chat, <laughs> don't uh, don't head out right after the show. We got a streamer coming on live right after the show. What's up, Torchwick? Not much. Not much. Just hanging out. 
repping Pokemon Snap since you guys were all talking trash. <laughs> Are you excited for the release later in April? You, you know I am. <laughs> what are you playing tonight on stream on games older than me? I'm going to be playing original Fallout. There's actually a pretty real possibility that we beat it tonight. So, <laughs> oh, Do we know what's next after that then, next week? We're looking at still some Metal Gear Solid. Oh, the original. Uh, well, I might, if I beat Fallout early, I might have to do it tonight, so I can't True. keep that surprise. True. All right, well, Twitch, stay tight. Uh, hang tight there. We'll go dark for about 30 seconds after uh, the show wraps up here, and then Torchwick will be coming on live with Fallout. We'll be back next Saturday, five or 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you come and hang out. Also, we've got Snowbound, the Blizzard slash World of Warcraft show, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And then the Relic Grind, the Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix show, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. And a slew of streamers that volunteer their time. Check out the panels below here on Twitch or the streamer schedule page on readycheckradio.com to see who's playing what and when. Until next time, Yod, where can everybody find you? Uh, Yod Artworks on Twitter, Yod Artworks on Facebook, and on the website, and right here on Gaming Gumbo. Jason. Find me on Twitter at WinterInformal, streaming at twitch.tv slash Jason Winter. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there at MagicMan1, but more importantly, follow at RC Radio so that you can get tweets and know exactly when we're going live every single time. Stay safe. See you on the servers.